Welcome to Inspiration to Publication with your host and award-winning editor, Caroline Smith. Now, here's Caroline. Hello, beautiful authors. Today, we are going to be talking about all things money-related, the financial dynamics of publishing your book. Now, you may think that this is a topic that's only for self or independent authors, um, but really it is a topic that is for anyone that is looking to go into publishing because there are things that you're going to need to consider even if you take a traditional publishing route uh, that you'll also need to keep in mind for both self and independent publishing. And this is a question that I get asked all the time as far as editing and publishing are concerned, how much does it cost? So today what I want to do is run down with you a list of things that I think that you need to consider uh, in terms of publishing your book and what you need in order to make that happen from a financial perspective. Let's start with the self-publishing aspect. A lot of people think that self-publishing is free and that you can publish anything you want to anywhere you want to without spending a dime. Now, that might be true, and there are certainly authors that can do that, but I promise you that they are spending money somewhere. Unless they know every single aspect of publishing, they're really not going to be able to do everything on their own. Um, This is kind of a Mad Hatter idea where you're wearing too many hats, and it really is a good idea to hire out someone to do the things that you're not so comfortable with. So the first place to start with this, and this is true, again, whether you're self-publishing or traditional publishing, you probably should consider hiring an editor. Now, I'm going to go into detail in the next podcast about the different types of editors, and we've talked about this a little bit. Suffice it to say, there is more than one kind of editor, and that's something that you need to be aware of before you hire someone to do that work for you. Again, more details on that in a different podcast, but know that in in editing and everything in publishing, you definitely get what you pay for and you should expect to pay an editor somewhere between 500 and let's just go on the super high end and say $5,000 depending on how long your book is. Most editors do uh, base their cost on word count. So don't tell us how many pages you have because that's going to vary depending on your font and your font size and spacing and margins and things like that. We only really care about your word count. So if your word count is super high, as in like 120,000 words, then you can expect to pay more for that editorial. Not a lot of traditional publishing companies or agents require that you have your book edited before you submit it to a publishing company or an agent. However, it is that final polish that enables us to go, oh, they really took the extra time to do this and this looks really professional and really great. There's not a whole lot that we would have to do with this from an editorial perspective. So definitely keep that in mind. Even if you only hire someone who is a proofreader or copy editor really to go through and just make sure you don't have any grammar spelling mistakes, that's the bare minimum. That would be great. But you do want to keep that in mind as far as your budget is concerned. So definitely the editorial piece is is important. The other thing that you may want to consider if you haven't started writing just yet, is a ghostwriter. Now, ghostwriters are great for both fiction and nonfiction. You can find them for both. 
And they just enable you to tell your story without you doing the actual writing. They do the writing for you. Now keep in mind that ghostwriters can cost anywhere between $5,000 and $50,000, even more occasionally, if they're going to have to do travel or extensive interviewing of friends or family. So that is an avenue that you could consider pursuing if you don't want to do the actual writing yourself. We're going to talk about that more in another podcast as well. But keep in mind, again, that that's a huge range for the time and effort and the timeline that they would be doing for your book. Ghostwriters are definitely another option. Another thing that you want to keep in mind, and what I'm doing is basically going down the list of uh, the publishing process. So we start with editorial and ghostwriting, right? Those are the main places to start. Not keeping in mind... You may have to buy a new laptop, or you may have to buy something like Dragon Speak if you'd rather speak into your computer and have it dictate those things for you. That's not something that everyone is going to need, but it may be something that you need. So you are going to want to factor those things into your budget as well. And I would highly, highly, highly recommend, and I've said this in other podcasts, and I'll continue to say it over and over again, writing a book really is a business, no matter which direction you choose to go in your publishing journey. So keep track of all of these expenses. If you haven't started writing just yet, and this is something that you're just thinking about doing, then start keeping track of these expenses. If you buy a new laptop just to write, keep track of those expenses. If you purchase ink for your printer because you're printing out 8 million manuscripts, keep track of that. Or if you go get it professionally printed at somewhere like FedEx, keep track of all that cost because if this is something that you intend to do professionally, you can eventually write all of those things off. And if you write at home, you can use your writing space or home office as a tax write-off as well. So these are things that you want to be thinking about. This, If you're a hobbyist writer and you just want to write for fun, that's fantastic. Do that. But if this is something that you're thinking about pursuing as a career, then come at it in the idea of you're an entrepreneur, you're starting a business, and these are all of the things that you would keep track of if you had your own business as well. More in an upcoming podcast about that too. So we've talked about the editorial piece. We've talked about ghostwriting. The next step would be a graphic designer. So if you're traditionally publishing or self-publishing, your traditional publishing companies typically have graphic designers in them, um, and they will create your cover design. For those of you who are self-publishing or independent publishing, you may have to do that graphic design either yourself or hire someone to do it for you. You can really tell the difference and, you know, everybody says don't judge a book by its cover, but unfortunately, studies have shown that the places that people look when they're determining whether they're going to buy a book or not, at least when they're in a physical brick and mortar bookstore, is the front cover, the back cover, the table of contents, and typically they read the introduction. So those are the four places where you really want to make an impact. And that's not only with graphics, but also with content. So those are the places you really want to capitalize on really speaking to your readers and really grabbing their attention. So yes, the cover is that important. And it's very easy for us to tell if a book is self-published because the font is grainy, uh, the image quality is not very good on a self-published book, the font quality is is not very good, it doesn't you know speak or pop very well to the reader. Um, so all of these things you want to keep in mind. Hire someone who knows what they're doing because this really is the first impression of your book that your readers are going to have. So a graphic designer is going to charge anywhere by per project or per hour. 
make them show you samples and portfolios show make them show you what they've done so that you can decide if that's something you like if you don't like it then walk away and find a different graphic designer if they're too expensive because they've been doing this for a really long time and that's definitely true cost is commensurate to experience in this field so the more experience i have as an editor the more i'm going to charge for that the more experience someone has as a graphic designer the more they're going to charge for that but you can always find people like art students who are interested in trying their hand at graphic design or getting into publishing and don't have that expansive of of a portfolio yet now they should have some kind of a portfolio but they don't need to have an exhaustive portfolio of 50 books that they've done So again, in this area, you get what you pay for. I've seen graphic design for as little as $35. I've seen graphic design and book covers for as much as $1,500. Now, that also may cover things like a 3D image for your cover. It might cover front and back cover. Um, It might cover a book trailer. So you really need to ask them what all is included in that price. Now, graphic designers don't get any royalties or anything like that when they do design for your book. This is a work-for-hire type thing. We talked about that in our previous episode on copyright, and uh, so refer back to that if you need to. But they are not entitled to royalties, and you're not required to put their name on the cover of the book at all, unless they're doing illustrations or something along those lines. You also want to find out from your graphic designer if they do interior layout design. Some graphic designers do, some graphic designers don't. Really just depends on their experience and comfort level. Some offer packages where they'll do interior cover design and interior layout. So keep that in mind as well. Sometimes you can find a one-stop shop and sometimes you have to look around a little bit. So after that graphic design, the exterior graphic design would be interior graphic design. And you would need to go maybe and find some books at your local Barnes & Noble or books that you have on your bookshelf that appeal to you and see what catches your eye. What do you like as an author and a reader that you might want to kind of use that as a stepping board for other things that you like? Maybe it's a certain font. Maybe it's a certain color or tone that's in that cover Maybe it's the interior design that you really like. Maybe it's very simple. Nonfiction books tend to be more uh, graphic on the interior than fiction books. Fiction, there's not a whole lot of wiggle room with those. Often we don't have even chapter titles in fiction. So it's just a number, essentially, and then the rest of the book. Nonfiction, especially if you have things like charts or graphs or figures or photographs, that tends to be a little bit more design-heavy. So find things that you like so that then you can convey to your graphic designer what it is that you want your readers to be getting out of the book as well. Also, I would highly recommend, I get this question asked a lot, if you, this is kind of an aside, but if you have a bunch of photographs in your book, then take those out of your actual manuscript and put them in a separate file and then in your manuscript say figure one goes here figure two goes here figure three goes here and then label those pictures appropriately because when we're emailing this file back and forth it gets really really big and heavy if we have so many pictures in it and it's almost impossible to send sometimes i have had files that are so big with those figures and charts and graphs that we just can't even send them via email so keep that in mind just your content and your manuscript to begin with. And then if you, once you publish, 
your publisher will direct you of how to send those. But initially, we just want the content. Sometimes they might want just the first three chapters, depending on the agent or publisher you're talking to. They may want to only look at those first three chapters, and then that's easy to include as long as the size of the photos isn't too heavy. So, but again, if you have a graphic designer who's going to be playing with things like that, that's going to be more time and cost intensive. So keep that in mind too. So interior design can be anywhere from a per page cost to a overall project cost. Um, and so you're probably looking again anywhere between 500 and, well, let's say 250 if you're just having a fiction book that's very simple. That's the least amount that I've seen for interior layout. And then the high end, you're looking at probably $7,000, if not a little bit more, for graphically intense books, even children's books, things like that. Those are going to be much more expensive to publish. And keep in mind, too, when I'm talking about this, these are costs that your publisher, if you're traditionally publishing, these are costs that your traditional publisher incurs as well. So this is not just limited to self-publishing. It's really good for you to be aware of the costs that are associated with this. So editorial, again, you're looking at anywhere between, let's say, 250 on the very, very low end for a very simple proofread. If it's lower than 250 I would be a little bit worried um, and proofreading and copy editing are interchangeable in the author realm, but really in publishing, a proof copy or a proof read is when the book is finished. So I'll use those interchangeably because they're inter used interchangeably among authors, but in the actual industry, that would be termed a copy edit. So copy editing runs you about 250 on the very, very low end, and then more so we're getting into, you know, the couple thousand dollars for the longer the book is, or more technical or intense the book is. Design can run you anywhere in along the same lines, low end 250 for cover and interior design, and on the high end about 7,000. So just for editorial and design, if you're self-publishing, you're looking at approximately starting in the range of $500 and going all the way up to work inching closer to the $10,000 mark. So keep, keep that, all of these things in mind. Once you've done the editorial design and interior design, next we have to worry about paying for proofs. So if you're traditionally publishing, you won't have to worry about this. Your publisher usually incurs this cost, but to ship yourself a proof is going to cost you probably about 15 bucks, um, but definitely something to keep in mind. And it, depending on how many proof copies you purchase as well, they could be, run you way more than that as well. So printing costs are the next overall thing to keep in mind, but the number of changes you make to the book after you get your proof, you're going to then have to go back to your graphic designer and say, I need you to make these changes for me. So ask them how many changes they'll do when you get into the initial process is that unlimited? Is it a cost? Is it $250 an hour? Is it $35 an hour? Is it, what do they charge to make these changes to the proof? So keep that in mind because print costs in, in this stage are often overlooked, but they can cost you a couple hundred bucks in terms of getting the pr proof and making changes to the proof if you're not careful. So when you get your book, read it thoroughly, read it efficiently, and have someone else go through it as well so that you're making a limited number of changes to that proof copy. Because again, every time you go back to your designer to make changes, unless you're making the changes to the book yourself, then you're going to incur cost for that potentially. So you could spend potentially a couple hundred dollars on the proof itself. 
Then once your book is finished, completely finished, there's a couple costs that you're going to have to consider simultaneously. Things like print, distribution, and marketing. Marketing really should start earlier on in the process once you get into the design portion. So if you're doing print design, cover design, you can often have your graphic designer create, let's say, marketing for you, postcards, um, you know, all kinds of different graphics that they you can use your book cover on to then create other designs for you, marketing designs for you. I'm going to go ahead and say right now that marketing in general, and we've played with these numbers a lot trying to see what we can do for our authors, but in general, I would expect marketing to cost you at least $10,000. That's kind of a high end of the spectrum, but if you're talking about photo shoots, you're talking about a book signing, you're talking about a release party, purchasing copies of your books to have on hand for your launch, that's going to cost you anywhere from 200 to $1,500, depending on how many you need and when you need them. Shipping costs on books are relatively expensive, especially if you're paying for freight. So all of those things combined, and that's kind of print, distribution, and marketing all in one with those costs. But marketing in general, just for your book launch, and that's not even if you're going traveling to different cities to do your book launch, is going to cost you somewhere around there. Again, keep track of all of these costs because a lot of them you could end up writing off if you, you know, if your book takes off and does wonderful, amazing things and makes the New York Times bestsellers list. So I know that this sounds really intimidating because already we've gone from, you know, very low end of the spectrum, $500 to at least $10,000. And that's just for marketing. And I will tell you that no matter whether you traditionally or self-publish or independently publish, there is not a publishing company that actually does marketing involved with their publishing. Marketing and PR and publishing are two very different things. If you find a company that does all of those things, that's fantastic, but really look hard at what they're doing because I've found that publishing companies who try to be marketing and PR companies don't do marketing and PR very well, and marketing companies who try to be publishing companies don't do publishing very well. So really take a look at the background of your publisher, do your research, find out everything that they're offering, look in your agreement, and really take a look at what it is that you're paying for, what are they paying for, what their strengths and weaknesses are, interview other authors that they've worked with and talk to them about their experiences, because then you can come into this empowered and really knowing what it is you're getting out of this book, because it's a business. And so if you're starting a business, you're going to do research and you're going to research your competitors and you're going to find out the best place to put your storefront. If you have a store, you wouldn't want to put your storefront where none of your audience is. That wouldn't make any sense. So take a look at all of these things because they're all equally important. The writing portion of the book is often the easiest portion, even though we struggle with that and I struggle with that too. But often it's the rest of these pieces falling into place and getting to this publishing and marketing aspect that we really need to consider well and research thoroughly. So I'm trying to give you some insight into that here. So printing costs, you need to also expect that the sooner you need your book, so if you've planned a book launch event and it's in two weeks and you haven't ordered books yet, you're probably going to end up paying a heck of a lot more for books than if you 
don't need them that quickly. Again, shipping costs for boxes of books, especially if you're paying freight, is very, very expensive. We have had situations where we've had to ship books to authors and we have to eat $1,500 because they were late or there was something wrong with the printing or whatever. It gets very, very, very expensive to ship. Books are heavy. Um, and, you know, you have to print each book individually. Obviously, the more books you print at one time, the less cost is going to be involved. Each book usually goes down a few cents or a couple of dollars, depending on how many books you print. So your best bet is usually to print anywhere from 500, well, 250 would be the low end that I would suggest. So start with 100 if you have to, 250, 500, and then 1,000. You're going to get better deals if you print 1,000 books all at one time, if you can. Um, and so that's, that's going to be a cost not only for the books themselves, but also for shipping the books. So please make sure you have enough time so that you don't end up spending more money. You'd rather probably spend $250 on books and have them and make sure that you know you have them four months before your book launch rather than having to spend $1,500 or more trying to get books a week before your event. It's a lot of time and cost involved in doing things at the last minute. The other thing that you want to keep in mind after your book launch and after you've done your marketing is distribution. How are you going to get your book distributed? Are you just going to put it on Amazon and let Amazon handle it? Are you going to ship it yourself from your house and only have orders uh, on your own personal website? We haven't even talked about website and social media things necessarily, but you know you could design a fantastic web page if you want to. That also goes into the marketing cost, Facebook ads, things like that. We're going to do a different podcast on uh, marketing specifically for your books, but all things to keep in mind. Something else, another cost that you want to always plan for is an attorney. And this is completely up to you. I would recommend finding an entertainment attorney, at least knowing one that's available in your area. You never know when you're going to need one. And it would be better to have one and say, oh, hey, you know, we've talked before and they know what the situation is. Then be in a situation and all of a sudden you need an attorney and you don't have one. And again, you have to pay more because you need one suddenly. So go ahead and do your research as far as your legal team is concerned, whether that has to do with copyright or plagiarism or entertainment or just having an attorney go over a publishing agreement with you. Always keep that in the back of your mind. This is kind of like insurance. And there there is insurance for publishing companies um, and for authors. But This is insurance in a different way that if you need that legal backup, it's there because there's so many things that lawyers can do in this industry as far as publishing and writing that we may need them for, that we think we don't need them for. So just always kind of have that safety net in the back of your mind that you may need an attorney. Um, I didn't really mean to skip over distribution and I wanted to go into it a little bit more in depth, but really consider what your distribution avenues are. We're going to do a whole different podcast on distribution. Do you have a place to store your books? If you buy a thousand books, do you have a place to store them? Um, Are you going to put them in your garage? Is that free? Are you going to buy a storage unit? Is that going to incur more cost? Can you, do you have the budget to purchase your books in bulk? Um, what does it mean when you make your book available on Amazon? Do you know that you can go to independent bookstores and sell your book on consignment? Are they going to charge you a, a shelf fee 
for having their your book in a consignment uh, type bookstore. Um, do you know the bookstores where you want to sell your book? All of these things are, in terms of distribution, are things that you need to consider. And often bookstores will let you sell your book in their store on a consignment basis, and sometimes they charge you a shelving or stocking fee. So keep all of these things in mind. When you make your list of bookstores that you want to sell in, take the time to go and interview the bookstore owner or the manager and ask them all of these questions because you want to find any of those hidden costs that may be there. Okay, so I've kind of given you a very broad overview, and we will, again, talk about these things more in depth. But this, the two questions that I get most often as far as publishing are, how long does it take and how much does it cost? And so I really wanted to answer this question because to publish your book and publish it well, it is going to cost you some money. There's just no way around that. To have a business and to run a business well, it's going to cost you money. And again, I really, really cannot stress enough the importance of considering your book as a business and you being not only an author, but also an entrepreneur. So let's combine those and make it authorpreneur. Um, because really that is what you are at the end of the day. If you your book is a product that you have and you want to sell it to people and in order to do that you're going to have to spend money on marketing and product development and branding and making it beautiful and selling yourself which means personal branding and all of these things. So hopefully I've given you something to consider today. Like I said, I will talk more about the ins and outs of each part of this process, but just one more time, I want to kind of sum everything up. So for editorial costs, we're looking at anywhere from $250 to $5,000 or more, depending on your book length. When we talk about graphic design, low end of the spectrum just for cover design is going to be about $250. High end could be anywhere from, let's just call it $2,000 for the high end, and that's just cover design and nothing else. Interior layout is going to be as low as 250 and as high as, let's call it, 2000 for really in-depth, um, graphically heavy books. And children's books can get even more expensive. Printing, proof costs, proof changes, all of those things, as low as, let's say, $15 and as high as three or $400. Distribution. And um, let's go actually back up. Marketing, at least 10000 So many things involved in that marketing process, and we'll break down each of those in a subsequent podcast. Distribution, a couple hundred bucks, shelving fees, storage fees. Um, how how much does it cost from Amazon to, sh- for, to ship your book? Are you incurring that cost? How is that working? So distribution can vary wildly. You could be as low as $10 for distribution, That's like a one-time thing. You're never going to distribute your book anywhere else. (laughs) Um, And as high as, let's say, $2,000. And then again, you really want to have an attorney that you can have on hand. So find out what that retainer is for an entertainment attorney uh, or copyright attorney to help you with these things. And let's just call that $250 for your entertainment attorney just to have as a, you know, on hand hourly. And you could find someone cheaper, you could find someone that's more expensive, but you at least need to know that they exist and that they're there. Marketing and public relations, again, I already kind of talked about this. Let's just lump that all together for $10,000. So 
all told, on the low end of the spectrum, we're looking at about $500, very low end of the spectrum. That's not including marketing costs whatsoever. On the very high end of the spectrum, we're looking at about $22,000 in order to publish your book effectively and do it as a business. Now, there's questions about how much of that you'll make back. If you put money into this, are you going to get a return on it? That's such a huge question that is so hard to answer because it depends on the market. It depends on your readers. It depends on so many different avenues. But low end, 500 at at the very, very, very least just to get your book edited, minimally edited, and to have a cover that's designed by a professional and several thousand dollars on the very high end of the spectrum. And that's, again, not including ghostwriting. That can cost you even more. So that means that there's a lot of wiggle room, and that's budget-friendly for almost anyone. Now, again, if you want to spend zero dollars, then you're probably going to make zero dollars on your book. But if you're willing to spend a little bit of money in order to have a good quality product, then you will make money on it in the long run. That, I can say, will be true. So thank you for joining. I hope this didn't feel like a speed through this. Uh, we Again, we will kind of talk about these part and parcel, but I really wanted you to have an idea of what we're talking about in terms of cost. What are these financial considerations that we need to keep in mind when we're publishing? And what I'm going to do too is I'm going to create on my website, I'm going to have a PDF that kind of breaks down all of these different costs and gives you things that you can consider. So if you'd like a copy of that, hop over to the website. You can join my newsletter, carolinesmith.biz, and I'll have this PDF available to you on the website so that you can see exactly what we're talking about in terms of publishing cost and getting around. How do we how do we work that? What do we do? And in another podcast, we're going to talk about how you raise money for your book, because there's lots of different ways to do that. You don't have to come out of pocket for all of this necessarily. We're going to have a really nice conversation about lots of different ways that you can raise money for your book outside of things like GoFundMe or Indiegogo. So thank you so much for joining me today. We've got so many wonderful nuggets of information that we're going to continue to bring to you. And I hope you join us on our next episode of Inspiration to Publication. Thank you for listening to Inspiration to Publication with your host, Caroline Smith. Today's podcast is brought to you by the Inspiration to Publication online course. Loyal listeners can get $50 off by entering the code PODCAST. Find more information and the links to the course at carolinesmith.biz.